Today's episode is sponsored by 90 Under 90. Each week, the brothers eat and dissect and discuss a different movie under 90 minutes with a rotating panel of guests. Some good movies, some bad movies, but always a funny podcast. Stream online at shoutengine.com slash 90 under 90 or subscribe on your favorite podcast app and be sure to follow at 90 under 90 on Twitter for all the latest updates. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I'm Andy. I'm Greg. I'm Brian. And I'm Mike. Welcome to today's show. Today, we're talking about a most excellent adventure. Probably the most excellent adventure from the 1980s itself. Talking about Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, the movie. Yes, definitely. Uh, Seeing as they have a new movie coming up called Bill and Ted's Face the Music, due to be released in August of 2020, but with today's really, yeah, didn't know that. Who knows if that's going to (laughs) happen? But we should all be settled by then, hopefully. In August 2020, yes. Well, I just found out a couple of days ago. Settled. I will not be settled in a theater watching it. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> these, these, guys are like, these guys are like 60 years old. Now. I know, I know. <laughs> right. So, yes. So, um, in uh, honor or in recognition of the upcoming uh, movie, which is getting a lot of hype, um, we decided to go ahead and, and talk about the the beginnings of Bill and Ted and that would be Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The movie was released in 1989, of course, starring Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Um, also George Carlin, the late great George Carlin, mm-hmm. uh, as Rufus. And of be course, Alex. Did how many of them are dead? <laughs> right. And Alex and Keanu Reeves <laughs> as the titular characters. I just wanted to say that word because you know Winter. That's I can never remember that guy's name. Yeah, I know. Me either. Because he was in he was in Death Wish Three. Yeah. He was, he was yes, one of the that's right. In Death Wish Three. Yeah. Oh my he's, God, you're Ed right. Louder shoots him in the back. That's right. He's really become more of a director, and <laughs> apparently yeah. he's been he's been pulling uh, uh, time on Broadway. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Who thought that Bill yeah, S. I know. William S. Preston Esquire. Esquire. <laughs> would have been yeah. uh, co-starring in The King and I on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a thought. I... Yeah, so that, that would explain, you know, while, why he's not, you know, been in the forefront, I guess, because he's behind the scenes more or less or on Broadway. Well, I, Very I think, cool. yeah, I think once he did Freak, Everybody said, "Yeah, go and do Broadway." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Makes sense. We don't... <laughs> of course, Keanu went on to bigger and better, many other things. Oh yes. yeah, Matrix, and oh, the list goes on. Brand right, Stoker's kind of. Dracula. Although you know, for I guess to his detriment, it kind of did typecast him a little bit. He couldn't get away from that character. I don't think he kind of was like the. Um, your your typical he was like portrayed like your typical dumb guy everybody was like waiting for you know, that dude was, that was the 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 comparison you know and yeah. it, it, he kind of couldn't get away that, from that for a while right. oh yeah well, yeah in fact i just i just i just saw a movie probably <laughs> Six months ago, where I didn't feel like he was gonna say "dude" every five seconds, <laughs> and it was and it was nice. You're just waiting for yeah. it. You're I was, waiting for him to I say was dude. waiting for it. Yeah, in almost every movie. He's yes, in. well, because it's just you know, you know, like Andy said, he got typecast. Uh, like, I mean, yeah, there was. Did, did, you, did you just expect it in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> there was rumors going around dude, years ago about agent, he, man. <laughs> There was rumors he was going to be in a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde movie. And that's what I heard ago. too. I was just picturing because is it that just not made me laugh still a, I, a thing or I don't think so. Okay, because I was picturing him like drinking the formula and then being like, "Whoa, Whoa. I'm totally, <laughs> I am totally turning evil right now, man, dude." It's one bodacious so drug, man. <laughs> Well, I think it was also before Bill and Ted's. Not, I, I, I don't think too 
much before he was cast to do Bill and Ted. He was on, he was in that movie, The River's Edge. Yep. Same character. Same guy. Same basic character with a little bit more of a bad boy attitude, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was a denim jacket kid. Right. Pot smoking denim jacket metalhead. Motorcycle guy, I think, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. He was a high school. Yeah. He was a high school burnout. He was a motorcycle dude and all that stuff. Yeah. High school dropout. Hey. <laughs> were, they, were they still in high, were they out of high school in that movie? I thought they were still in school yet. I thought they yeah, were still they were in high still school. in high school in River's yeah. Edge. Yeah, 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 River's Edge. Because yeah, I remember they, they yeah, they had like the news come to the school and interview the kids about the dead girl. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's oh, that's right. And and to kind of to sidetrack the the subject a little bit in that movie, River's Edge, Crispin Glover. Come awesome. on. Love Glover. He's unbelievable in that movie. Love him. Yeah. He's, he's insane. Yeah. But, but I absolutely yeah. love the guy. Yeah. Different part than George McFly. Yeah. I would say okay. so. <laughs> I would say for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marty really screwed up back then. In the right? George started doing that shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, Bill, Bill and Ted, the first Bill and Ted, I, I never saw it uh, originally in the theater. I saw it a few, God, it was a couple of years after, probably after it came out on video, I would imagine, was the first time okay. I actually saw it. I didn't see it in the theater. I saw the second one in the theater. So uh, just to back up a little bit, and in case some of our listeners have not seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which I cannot fathom, but um, the basic clock point is of two friends, two best friends, Bill and Ted, uh, in high school, where they have a band, or they're trying to form a band called Wild, Wild Stallion. Stallions! And, it, and, and it's nonstop hilarity from, from there. Yep. <laughs> and to not give too much away... Uh, Bill's dad, no, Ted's dad, is mm. fed up and threatens to send uh, Ted to military school, breaking yep. up the band. And this is where the time travel comes in. George Carlin plays Rufus, has to intervene because if the band breaks up, the world is fucked because right. yeah. the band's right. music. But, but you remember is... who sent Rufus, right? Yes. Isn't that the, the saxophone player from Clarence Clemens, baby? Yes. From Oh my God, was it really? Yes. Yeah. I knew I recognized that guy. Wow. I had no idea. Where was he from? With that pure eighties From the E Street band. <laughs> Clarence oh. Clemens, saxophone player. I never would have recognized Deceased now, but yeah. Yes, the late great Clarence. The late great, absolutely. Yeah. Also. So um, in order to save the band from, you know, they have, if they don't pass their history class, that's when Ted gets sent off. So that's the whole journey starts with this historical thing. So it's to help them pass their history test. In high school. So in high school, yes. San Dimas High School rules. (laughs) (laughs) And they they get to meet and uh, meet all sorts of historical figures and bring them into the present time as well. True. And another notable musical figure that is playing an actor or playing a role in this is um, Joan of Arc. You know where she's from? No. I do. She's baby. Is she Noah's wife? Huh? Noah's what? wife. <laughs> That's from the movie. Oh, right, right. Noah's wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who was Joan of Arc? Noah's wife? <laughs> yeah. So she plays Joan of Arc, the drummer from... Uh, no, she was... Was she the drummer? Yeah, no, she, she was the drummer. She played guitar and did backup vocals. Okay. For... The Go-Go's. The Go-Go's. The Go-Go's. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Okay, didn't know that either. Yeah. And there were so many important people in that movie. It's ridiculous. All right, really, no. Uh, Most everybody that's in that movie, yeah, most everybody that's in that movie has uh, had a career of being in one episode of every crappy TV show ever put on air. (laughs) Probably. True, yeah. (laughs) I thought she was, I thought it was Winona Ryder at first. Oh, yeah. So did I. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. 
I think she would have been really, really young when that movie came out, wouldn't she have? Yeah, yes, she might have actually well, let's been see, in the what, 20s what year was Heather's? 30s, like everybody else. Right. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> a little more age-appropriate is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> what year was Heather's? I think that was 89. Hmm, yeah. Okay. And she played Jerry Lee Lewis's uh, cousin lover around that time. Yes, too, she did. cousin. Yep. In Great oh, Balls of Fire. <laughs> yeah. That movie. <laughs> England can kiss my ass. <laughs> but anyway, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, <laughs> back on track. Um, I, I as a kid, I was honestly I was never a big fan of of the movies. To be perfectly honest with you. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about what about you guys? Oh, I I, I loved it. I mean, because you know Keanu Reeves. Sure. <laughs> Shit. Dude. There wasn't anything bodacious with Keanu Reeves in it. Come on. And I was like, what? Um, seventeen, maybe when that movie came out. Okay. Um, yeah, seventeen. Yeah, Heather's. I'm just looking at was 1989 as well, but um. Yeah, I we saw it in the theater, and then um, I was when we were living in Des Moines, is where we lived at the time. They had um, uh, a Billy Joe's Picture Show, which was kind of like you go as like a bar movie theater, and you order food and you sit down, and they would show midnight movies. This Rocky Horror Picture Show was there almost all the time, but then they started switching it up sometimes. And Bill hmm. and Ted's Excellent Adventure was when they started showing. Nothing unfortunate. for it too. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, so I've seen it a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. once or twice. Yeah. Uh, uh, to me, you know, I I was 24 when it came out, so it it was uh, it was it, to me it was a great movie to just be stoned and to sit and watch. Right. <laughs> you know, you could just laugh your ass off and you know. Not know if it's the movie or the weed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter. Ba- hey, based on my viewing experience this morning, uh, I would say it, it was the weed. It was yeah. the weed. Yeah, it was the weed. <laughs> it's the weed that well, got you. It was a different time, too. Yeah. True. Yeah. We didn't, Very well, true. We didn't have cats back then. <laughs> right. I watched it last weekend. Um, you know, again, there were a couple of times where I, I laughed, but um, I watched it. For, I want. I didn't giggle. I didn't he he ha ha. Really? N- nothing. Not a thing. Nothing. Really? Yeah. Oh man, because to me, just uh, just them saying Socrates so often. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Socrates, and then for uh, Doctor Freud, it was Doctor Freud, and it's yeah, just like, that, okay, all right, this is but, this is. And I, when they're introducing all of them as they come out, um, this is George Genghis Khan. <laughs> yeah, that was mildly amusing. Yes, <laughs> I I I laughed when the uh, like you said with the Socrates thing when uh, they were about to get beheaded, right? And it turns out it's Billy the Kid and Socrates under the hoods. Like, yeah, Billy. Yeah. So great, you know. And then they took <laughs> off running. You know, I, got, I got a good, I got a good laugh out of that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why necessarily it hit me right there, but yeah, it just yeah, comedically it, for me, it was up there with maybe Schindler's List. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, it, on the same level. I mean, again, I watched it this morning, so I mean, this was the past two hours of my life, hour and forty four minutes that I need back. I'm gonna I'm gonna need that time back. Well, you know, find a phone booth. Yeah, yeah. You know, you could work on that. And, and an umbrella without the cloth. Right. For, uh, for me, the, the first the the first section of it before the plot really kicks in, pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. It is You're pretty. To me, it gets. They're more in the watchable. band. They're doing the air guitar shit together. And yeah. It's just my god. To me, it got it got better at once the time travel aspect got introduced because then it got kind of 
it was like okay they're kind of going on an adventure yeah, now right. and there's shit happening and they're and they're meeting all these historical figures and all this stuff and to me they could could have gone further with that maybe mm-hmm. with some of the you know figures from the past i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know go back to the 50s go to the 40s the 30s the 20s i mean i don't know does well, I don't they, know. Like bring Elvis back or something? That, yeah. They, yeah, they only went yes. to the time periods that they had to for their test. True. Oh, that's true. Because they, they had the paper so, to finish up. Brian, what you're saying oh, right. is you would have enjoyed this movie immensely more if they had brought Elvis back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness, <laughs> yes. And, Tupac, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Tupac would have been in... Yeah, he'd have been, 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 been a fetus. <laughs> he'd have been in digital underground back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, they, they could have brought the three stages of Elvis. All three <laughs> at the same time. That would have been cool. <laughs> then I would have been entertained. For sure. Like the 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 part with where they go back to England and then the, the Billy, the kid thing. And, um, Oh God, well, Genghis Khan and yep. Abe Lincoln and all that. Sigmund stuff, Freud. You know. Yeah. Freud, Napoleon, Napoleon, Beethoven. I, I Beethoven Napoleon. That's right. <laughs> I did enjoy Napoleon too. In the, in the 20th century. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Of the yeah. characters they have. And yeah, I did. Yeah, me too. That might be the only one, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I woke up in a, on I don't know wrong side of the bed. It just was not funny. I didn't laugh. I didn't smile. I didn't giggle. Yeah, yeah. Come on, when when Socrates and Billy tried picking up chicks in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> I, that Freud was, that was there was too. Cute. Don't forget, cute. Freud was there holding yeah. the uh, the corn dog. Oh yeah. Little subtle, yeah. Freud kind of cocked a little subtle thing where you know it kind of descends a little bit as they're getting blown off. Again, though, Mike, you saw this with weed. I saw it with Diet Dr Pepper. So, Uh. (laughs) yeah, (laughs) not quite as funny. Not quite the same thing. No. (laughs) But um, some of the people, you know, uh, one of my favorites in there. Uh, has got to be Genghis Khan, even though they played him so stupidly. Uh, but that actor, yeah, uh, is he is one of my like cult following heroes. Really? Uh, yes. Cool. His name is Al, Al Leong, and he's a, a real martial artist, and he's been in pretty much every action movie that needed an Asian guy since the seventies. Really. <laughs> Like a lot of kung fu movies. No, like *Lethal Weapon*, like *Die Hard*. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he was in *They Live*. For God's sakes! Huh. playing alongside Roddy Rowdy Piper. Oh, oh, okay, sure. You, yeah, you can't get better than that. I noticed. Uh, I yeah. completely forgot that one of the princesses too was played by Diane Franklin. I completely forgot about that from the really? last, from yeah. the last American Virgin. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And the second Amityville yeah. horror movie right. where she does her brother. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She's, she's the only one that got to speak of the two princesses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that other princess did anything uh, besides that one villain. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I'm not sure about that. I, that one. Um, I think did, she went into a TV show. Did she? I think so. You know, it's weird. I, I've walked. I've walked out of a, of a movie once in my life. It was Mo Money with Damon Wayans. Oh, and, I saw that in the yeah, theater. <laughs> and I, I left. I couldn't take it. It wasn't funny. Yeah. Um, this would have been the same thing. You would. You would have walked out. Oh, really? yeah. 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 See, now the only one I ever walked out of was Pirates. That cheap knockoff of Pirates of Penzance with, uh, God, what's her friggin' name? Pirates. Pirates. Um, it had Willie Ames 
And <laughs> the great Willie Ames. Yeah, Love Willie it. Ames. And oh my God. God, dang! I can't. She she was like uh, the the queen of the eighties movies. She did. Tall, short, blonde, brunette. What? She was nominated for an Oscar across from uh, me, uh, Ryan O'Neill. Ooh. When she was a little kid. Tatum? Tatum O'Neill? No, that was Tatum. Was that his No, I'm asking. That was his daughter. No. That was his yeah. Yeah. Tatum O'Neill yeah. is his daughter. Yeah. But she's not yeah. Christy McNichol. Oh, Christy. Okay, and her yeah, they were in... super hot brother Jimmy. They were McNichol. in yeah. they were in sweetheart. They were, they were in like a Donnie and Marie. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she uh, it was her and Willie Ames in just the crappiest Pirates of Penzance ripoff that you would ever see. Pirates. I got up and left. Wow. Did you really? How far into yeah. it? Um, I I don't know if I made it an entire half hour. Wow, that's oh, bad. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad. I I gave Mo money maybe an hour, forty five <laughs> minutes maybe. Oh, Mo money was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I I liked it when I saw it in the theater, but I was like fourteen years old. 15. Well, I had big expectations for that movie. You know, because I love I love Damon Way I love Damon Wayans. Yeah, uh, but yeah. they they seem to be trying to recreate Living Color bits and stuff yeah. like that. And I don't know. I just yeah, I left. Okay, so the other princess, Kimberly Cates, mm-hmm. was actually in one of the first episodes of Seinfeld. Really? Who'd she play? What? What yes. part? You remember? Well, what? she's done a lot of one episode TV shows including growing pains and she, she didn't play like i don't know which episode it was or who she was in oh, the okay. episode that she was in an episode of seinfeld um also hmm. in an episode of the larry sanders show oh. great show yeah so she's been in you know a lot of one-off things yeah she, uh, yeah and then she really hasn't done she's done some movies but you know it looks like one a year <laughs> wow! Really? Yeah, Keeping and then you know, taking a couple of years between. Staying busy. She apparently is supposed to be in the Bill and Ted Face the Music. Yeah, um, she is oh. reprising her role as Princess Elizabeth. I guess they're both named Princess Elizabeth, which is kind of stupid. Well, it wouldn't be the same movie without her. <laughs> right. <laughs> really. Right. <laughs> Just wouldn't be the same. <laughs> You know. are, are they going to bring back Missy? From what I understand, everybody oh, is coming back. Ones. Except for, yeah. So no Socrates, no Beethoven. I thought... Probably not the historical figures anyway. I don't know how <laughs> no. that would <laughs> lend, you know, any annuity <laughs> to the new. Dude, the, the first time I saw this movie, too, I was like... I was like kind of hoping that there was going to be like some some kind of like freaky shit going on with uh, one or two. With, no, with Bill's with Bill's mother and uh, stepmother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She almost seemed like she was yeah. kind of flirty with the two of them. Yes, she at did. The beginning of the movie, yeah, yeah, and and she he was with her with everybody. Yeah, yeah, she was. And and just to <laughs> just to make the movie even more like Grease, she was like thirty. When she was played she that, really? yeah. When she oh, was she? Nineteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I could. Oh, see wow. That. Yeah, I could see. Yeah, that. I could see that. A young-looking thirty. <laughs> sure. I was. I was when hoping. I asked her out to the prom. You remember when you asked your mom to the prom? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. I remember watching I uh, that movie originally and and hoping there was going to be like a a gratuitous nude scene with her in it or something you know but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> see and then that would have spiced it up <laughs> yeah that 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 would have that would have kept me tuned in it it worked in movies like bachelor party i mean there's no no reason for the boob scene in that one but you know, I watched it more than once just for the boobs. <laughs> now, Mike, when is the last time you saw one? 
when I saw what? Yeah, uh, what? one. One. Bill, Bill and Bill Ted's Ted. one, the first oh! one. Um, well, it's been a couple months, but I got my kids to watch it. And they like it? Um, one kept her face buried in her game, and uh, I think the other one just left to play her game. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up. Did yeah. they? Did they say? Did they say upon their exit? Okay, boomer. <laughs> they uh, yeah. but, you know, I, I have to admit as well that um, my daughters also didn't like airplane. So, oh they, you wow, can, you can't judge. You can't judge their tastes on Bill and Ted's. Yeah, airplane but, holds up. Airplane does not hold up at all. Man. <laughs> you don't think airplane does the original? Craig, do you think? Yeah, it's still funny, but... Stop. It's still funny if you remember what it was like to be in an airport yeah. back then. Well, yeah, that's part of it. True. <laughs> Craig, what are you, so, yeah, your there thoughts was, on airplane? There was one scene, uh, Bill Ted's, which kind of made me cringe by today's standards that you would never Oh, I think I happen. know what one you're going to mention. The one where they're like they're in the castle and they save each other and they hug each other and, they, and, they and the like F and the F word comes quick. out. Yep. Yep. They just the both new go fag. fag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I had to say, I was like, ooh, that one probably wouldn't fly. Right no, well wouldn't fly. Right. Right. No. If their characters are supposed to be liked, <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't work. You'd be like handyman becoming a movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> handyman. Yeah. And you have to admit that the the presentation at the end was kind of fun to watch. Yeah. But okay, and you probably shouldn't bring reality into it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That, well, god. No. No. But you know, that's a huge like production that went on there that they just walked in and happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they just With the lighting to have the and the lights and the fog and the music and and yeah, they had all but... the the different stands there for people. <laughs> right. <laughs> to me, it was also hard to believe that George Carlin wasn't funny. If you can take what I consider to be the funniest comedian ever and make him unfunny in a movie, you've you've done something special. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. true. Well, they did that with Richard Pryor a few times in the eighties too. With toy. Yeah. The toy. Critical yeah. condition. Critical condition. Yeah. It's not like it was the Andrew Dice Clay movie. Superman but... 3. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Dice Clay. Ford Fairlane. That the Adventures movie? of Ford Fairlane. Yeah, Ford, Fairlane, yeah. Ford Fairlane. I actually enjoyed that movie, and I was never oh, really a fan of Andrew Dice Clay. Was Priscilla but... Presley in that? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's been forever since I've seen it. God, her, I but... think she was. Really? Yeah. I remember enjoying it, surprisingly enough. So, um, who would have thought the adventure would have start, stopped there? Of course not. How could the adventure stop there? Two years later, in 1991, uh, was Bill and Ted's bogus adventure, right? Journey. Right. Bogus journey. Sorry. Bogus journey. Now, this one I did see um, in the theater. And I did, too. So, yeah. you did see that in the theater? Yeah. Uh, that one, I at least waited until it was on HBO. Really? Yes, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, she was in the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I would guess that. Yeah, I'd forgotten. Cool. So okay. Um. <laughs> so I uh, really haven't seen. Um. So this will probably be just a very short segment. I haven't seen Bogus Journey since. I don't think. Um. So my recall of it is not that great. But I remember it having to do, uh, the character Death was in this movie. Is that right? Yeah. And there was a chess match. There was a chess no. match. No. no. They no? ripped off the chess match. Uh, there, uh, there's a movie in 1957, I think, uh, ancient movie called The Seventh Seal, where somebody mm -hmm. plays chess against Death uh, okay. to, to get his life back. Uh -huh. And Bill and, uh, which one was it? 
yeah, Bill, um, the, the death offers to play chess against him. And he said, I get to pick the game. Right. So they played twister with death. Oh, oh they play, okay. they play battleship. Yeah. Uh, yep. they play clue and then, yeah, they end up, I think twister is the one that pushes him over the top. I did. I did get a laugh out of the Twister thing. Yeah, I got. A, I got a laugh out of him playing playing Twister with Death. Yeah. So I don't quite remember the the plot of the movie. Oh, does anybody remember the, the games against Death? The the clones, what? the robot clones of Bill and Ted get sent back and and kill them. Oh my god! And oh then, like, wow! Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Now. And then, Shit. And then they end up in the afterlife trying to get back to rescue their girlfriend. The two girls, uh, the English gals who were in the band with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause then like, uh, the, the, oh, what the hell were they going to do? The, the, the androids, the evil Android bill and Ted's were going to like uh, ruin everything and right. end up causing the world to end and all this. The, uh, the head bad guy, who sent back the two androids was played by the guy who played the main villain in the spy who loved me. Really? The guy who wanted to put everything underwater. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the guy's <laughs> name, but it was the same actor about, about a decade later. I am actually 13, 14 years after that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I forgot that completely. The robot. Yeah, I did. I, did yeah. any of you guys like two better than one or? No, I God, thought no. no, the first no. one I thought was better. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen the first one more than once. Um, so I do like that one. And e even when I saw it with my kids, I still laughed uh, at mm -hmm. stuff. And, and that's without marijuana. Um, right. right. <clears throat> well, that's good. But I yeah. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did it to the kids. Keep, keeping it clean. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I really don't think it was that necessary to watch the second one. Um, I think it was just a gratuitous sort of sequel. It really, you know, not that. What well, the, the whole middle section of the, of the movie, movie, the the whole know, part what? where they're dead, it's it's like it's like they go for a long time where where nothing happens, you know. It, it just drags. Like, it drags in the middle really? part, yeah. And then and then it's like and then by the time it got going again, it's like I didn't care. You didn't care really. anymore. Yeah. yeah, you had lost interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty bad. I remember one thing getting. <laughs> getting a big laugh in the theater for some reason this always stuck out to me what's that when they they go into the it's like a big hardware store because they're going back to have the the two furry dudes the stations uh build uh robots to fight the evil bill and ted robots yeah. they're, they're walking around in there in this like giant hardware store type place. And there's this burnout dude in there. He's, he's smoking a cigarette inside, <laughs> inside the store while he's looking yeah. at stuff to see how much times have changed. Right. He's, he's smoking and, and they're walking through there and all of a sudden death just pats him on the shoulder and goes, be seeing you soon, you know, and, <laughs> and then just keeps walking. <laughs> That I I remember that getting a big laugh in the theater. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I remember is that um, Pam Greer was in it, and yeah, and I have a big crush on Pam Greer, but I still didn't want to see that movie ever again. Foxy Brown, mm -hmm. Foxy Brown, Foxy yeah, Brown, yeah. Dave Patrick Jones. I think yeah, everybody has a crush on her. Yeah. But yeah, and still, even with her in it, never wanted to watch that movie again. <laughs> really really wow all i know is that i i, I, I paid 2.99 for that this morning yeah oh, did you really yeah I, I need it back i want it back <laughs> i want that you know. money the fuck back into my hands <clears throat> oh my god she was the she was the freaking band manager who's that pam greer oh my oh, god i did not know that was her yes <laughs> yes that's it. God, she was <laughs> she was still a stone cold fox in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she are you kidding? She was still a stone cold fox when she did that Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah. Jackie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's freaking Pam Greer, baby. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So yeah, so um I guess with Bogus uh, Bogus Journey, nothing much to see there other than the Pam Greer, which I get. <laughs> yeah, they, they continued to stomp on uh, George Carlin's talent. Yeah. So you mentioned um, other than okay, somebody mentioned Station, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do remember that um, when I'm kind of thinking about it, back about it, like that name came out. You said Fuzzy Dude. Yeah. Okay. The two um, little fuzzy guys, they combined to form one big fuzzy dude. And, and, and he goes, all he said was the word station. He's like, station. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he said. He was really smart. He was like a scientist in the future. And he like built, in the time it took him to drive from the hardware store to the show, he built two robots in the back of the van with a bunch of shit they bought at the hardware store. <laughs> 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 Dude, wow. the second Bill and Ted movie is kind of fucking weird. Is it? As I was watching, I'm like, wow, man, there's people that it, 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 it's more out there than the first one was. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's out there. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stay away from it. I'm looking George is in it, too. Right is now, he? So. He's back? Yeah. He's, he's not in it as much as the first one, but he is in the second one. Yeah. Who is? Carlin. Carlin. Oh, is he? Okay. Actually, it turns out that uh, Pam Greer's character was George Carlin the entire time. Wait, what? Uh, he was dressed up in a in a suit the entire right. time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know that may be why I never went back to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I honest to God had no idea that was that was Pam Greer. Even looking at her now, it, I'm looking at a picture from the movie, and it's like, okay, I guess I can still kind of I can see it now. Now that I know it's her. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's I'm just looking at pictures of the station, show. dude. I don't know how old she was in 1991, but she was still a smoke show. She man. looked good in Jackie Brown too. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever they bring in like um little creatures like that, you know a franchise is in trouble. <laughs> true. Like yeah, no, very true. Yeah. And the station dude is just a prime example of that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta give you that one. Yeah, you should never have done it. <laughs> it never should have happened. In the movie ending. Let's see. She'd have been uh, 42 in 91. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Hello, She's Mel. 70 years old, man. <laughs> no kidding. I never Sorry. would have guessed her for being over 40. No. This whole, wow. this thing, it's turning into, this is turning into the Pam Greer appreciation. <laughs> <thread>. <laughs> well, I would have pictured her maybe, I don't know, mid-30s. Looking at this, yeah. Looking early, at that, early thirties, maybe. Early 30s, even. Yeah, yeah, definitely not forty something. Yeah. Well, regardless. <laughs> right. More Pam Greer. Let's talk about more Pam Greer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Wikipedia Pam Greer and just roll off our whole filmography. Richard Pryor hit it. There. What? Those two. Oh, together. that's <laughs> right. <laughs> They did. That's right. Yeah. They did. They were together. Margot Kidder too. Briar hit it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that kind of brings us to uh, Bill and Ted face the music. What do you know? What is the plot for this? What are they doing? Yeah. So apparently, um... you're saying that like there was a plot to the first two. <laughs> well, they had to save the future in both of them. How many are okay? How well, many? How many are there? Two. Okay. How many are there? What? Just the, two. Just the two. Okay, so just the two. The one that's in currently production would be three. It, and that's the dance one. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So I guess from what I've read, the the plot of Bill and Ted Face the Music is Bill and Ted are now 
middle-aged men. Each mm -hmm. one has a daughter. Um, I, I don't know their names offhand, but Elizabeth. I think they're, no, well, no, they're <laughs> Ted, Ted and Billy, or Theodora, Theodora and, and Billy are their names, but they named them after, you know, their friend. So mm -hmm. Billy would be Ted's daughter and Theodora, I think is Bill's daughter. I'm not sure. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I'm not sure how their daughters play a role. I guess they're they're like the, the younger versions, but of course they're women, so they're highly intelligent. I'm just going to make that assertion right now that that's oh. how they how they were written. Because, I could see you know, that. I could see them doing that. Yeah. 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 Just um, as a joke. But the, the, they're middle-aged men, and they really haven't written – the the world's greatest song yet, which is what saves the future. The whole plot. Ah, okay. That song hasn't been written yet. Okay. So that's kind of where it is from there. But by, sure. by, by the way, party on, dudes. Not funny. It's no. just not funny. I hate <laughs> hearing him is. say it. I hate hearing it all together. Yeah. Party on, dudes. Party on, dudes. Party on, dudes. That's, that's my Abe Lincoln. Be excellent to each other. Yeah. It's yes. like I avoided that movie when it came out, and now I know why. Yeah. <laughs> this morning was rough. <laughs> it was a it was a rough rough motherfucking morning. It really was. But I but I kept telling myself I I got to get through it. I got to get through I it. I got to know what the hell I'm talking. I got to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, and the same people wrote it. The yeah. same people are the writers for the the new one. Mm -hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah. Chris Matheson yeah, I mean, and Ed Solomon. Brian's. You could tell Brian's chomping at the bit. Oh yeah. God, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait. I'll be there in the theaters. Awesome. He's writing down the opening weekend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like they bring back the phone booth time machine. Which no millennial will recognize. I have no idea what it is. Yeah. Sadly. So, well, yeah, that, you're right. That why was an, is there a phone in a box? That that was an aspect of the film that I was going to bring up. What's that? Is the payphone? Not only the, the phone booth. Okay. Like like mm -hmm. somebody that's like 20 years old or whatever, yeah. or a teenager today, whatever age, watching these movies now. They're not going to get the phone booth thing. Like what the no. hell? Was no, it? Not no, get that. that's true. And even the whole, the well, whole Bill and Ted guitar playing rock and roll, rock on, dude, personality thing. Yeah, they're not going to get it. No, because that's not a thing anymore. It, no, it's the gone. whole it's thing. Gone. The whole MTV mm -hmm. dope it's stereotype out that of they're the, making fun of vernacular is, is yeah. completely outdated now. Yeah, yeah. it is. Dude, we need to get Eddie Van Halen on guitar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like rock music is hardly even a thing anymore. Right. <laughs> I don't know about the phone booth though, when if I think about it, because there is there there is kind of a, a pop culture thing that I think they'll get the phone booth because I think there are a lot of millennials that are still like in, into comics and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then that was Superman's thing. So I think they may, some of them, maybe a subset, will it's, understand God. that sort of thing. The first, the very first Superman movie in 1978 had a joke about it. Because remember yes. when Lois Lane is, the first time he changes into Superman, Lois yeah. Lane is, is hanging off that helicopter at the top of the Daily Planet. Yeah. And Clark Kent all of a sudden he runs off and he's looking for a place to change and he runs up to one of those newfangled phone booth things that only that yeah, only covers phone. like from the waist <laughs> up and he's like stops right. and, he goes, and he's like Ugh. and he goes and he goes and he keeps going and that was in, that was in 1978 <laughs> wow that's awesome yeah it was just a little gag that they put in there to just to get a quick laugh <laughs> and, uh, during, to in this this scene that's got all this tension in it, you right, know, Lois right. is hanging, and all of a sudden it's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, yeah. The, the, the ones they've got playing the daughters are actually good actresses. They are. The one, the Aurora. the brown-haired one who is, I'm assuming, Ted's daughter, she's in, um, she's in that Netflix series, um, is it Abnormal? Hmm. I, I think that's the I name of it. She, she was one of the ones in that um, bombshell movie when that came out. Samara Weaving? No, 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 no. Samara Weaving's the other one. Okay. I, um, I'm talking, yeah. Bridget uh, Lundy Payne? That's the one. Yeah. You know the, the, the movie Bombshell, right? Yeah. About the, the women that took on Fox News... Uh, for the sexual harassment. I have not seen it. Have you ever heard of that? No, I have heard of it. Haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. It's really good. Samara waving it. Now, you know, she looks like kind of a nice looking gal. Yeah, the other one's kind of, <clears throat> I don't know. Well, of course, she's okay. Australian. I think we already know what you know, what you think. <laughs> is she, I want, is she Hugo It's like she's daughter? got like that condition to where like she never matured physically all the way or something. I don't yeah. know. Something yeah. Weird going yeah. Gary, on Cole, Gary Coleman thing going on. Yeah. Is she related to atypical. Hugo Sorry. Atypical is the name of the, movie, or the Netflix series she's in. What now? Ah, Hugo Weaving is her uncle. Oh, Samara Weaving? Yes, Samara Weaving. Her, uh, her uncle is Hugo Weaving. You guys know who that is, right? Oh, yeah. God, I've got a poster of the guy. No, who is he? Yeah. Welcome to Rivendale, Mr. Johnson. He's, he's hey, Agent that guy. Yeah, yeah. Agent Smith. He's uh, the leader of the, the Elves. Yeah. On what show? Agent Smith from the Matrix. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Huh. Mr. Anderson. I don't know. I'm lost. Yeah, me too. What show? <laughs> the Matrix. The Matrix. Oh, the Matrix. It's for oh, movie. Okay. 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 Yeah. And and from the movie Lord of the Rings, he's uh, um, what's her name's dad? <laughs> oh, Liv Tyler. Yeah, Liv Tyler's dad. He's the leader of the elves that sets the sets the fellowship off. Oh, God, you guys just aren't nerdy enough for me. I know who he is. <laughs> Not this but you had me at Mr. Anderson, because I yes. love the way he says that in The Matrix. That's like my favorite part of The Matrix, every time he says Mr. <laughs> Anderson. It seems we have a problem, Mr. Anderson. You're leading <laughs> two lives. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> But. I think we lost Craig and Brian, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, literally lost Craig and Brian. No, no, no. No, no, no. no we're here. We're looking we're at here. something. We're here. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they left the theater. Right. They're, they yeah. walked out. <laughs> well, Bill and Ted, Bill and Ted <clears throat> saved the world in both movies. I guess we could, I guess we could sum it up that way. I guess. Yeah. Didn't do much for our current situation, though. Make sure you wash your hands thoroughly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I they, the they didn't get that part. And no, you can go to our it. website and pick up the 80s Kids Remember hand sanitizer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. That's a good idea. <laughs> Which is basically, you know, your mom's spit rubbing shit yeah. off of your hands and stuff like that. <laughs> and then you know we could have, have toilet <laughs> yes. paper. Licking the finger and rubbing it off for you. We could have toilet paper too, where like those '80s kids every, is on every single our um, faces, like <laughs> goes every four squares is squares, a different, yeah, is a different yeah. face, yeah, right. He'll <laughs> probably pick no, through no. it just to get the Craig pieces, but <laughs> at any rate. So, yes, so I hopefully you have thought that this was an excellent adventure and not so much a bogus journey, um, and that you will go out and face the music with Bill and Ted in August of 2020, if that happens, and uh, <laughs> and see how they save the world once again. I know I'll, I'll go see it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go see it, definitely. So, um, yeah, I thank you for joining us on this episode of Those 80s Kids Remember. Remember. 
to check us out online at those80skids.com. We have our official Facebook page. Check us out there and like and follow us. Also at Twitter at the handle at those80skids. We also have a brand new Patreon page, which you if, you, if you enjoy those80skids, if you'd like to support us, um, and please do continuing to do this, uh, you know, with upkeep of the websites and being able to bring you new episodes of those eighties kids and be able Head to rent over there. 299 movies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, uh, memberships or patronage starts at as little as five dollars, uh, which includes extra content, a brand new spa- uh, brand spanking new. Uh, segment that uh you know extra content of afterthoughts with craig and brian those guys they can just talk forever and we'll take a snippet of that and <laughs> always enjoyable to listen to them talk about stuff you never know what they're going to talk about yeah craig and i have never gotten together and gone what do you want to talk about i don't know no, they, it's just <laughs> i don't know what are you going to talk about roles. ever i mean we immediately go into death wish or clint eastwood or Something, right. yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It, and it takes so, a millisecond and it goes on for hours, forever. So, yeah. if we're just starting at five dollars, extra content and listen to Brian Craig go at it over who knows what at any particular time for a twenty dollar patronage. Not only do you get that, but you will get every episode or every future episode from your membership on of those eighties kids remember on audio cassette sent to you directly to your home. No, I'm sorry. Pencils are not included. I'm sure you can oh. find a pen somewhere should you need it. A pencil case. But yeah, so head on over to patreon.com um, and, and then slash those 80s kids. I'm not sure how you would have to figure that out, but you could also search those 80s kids, 80s kids Patreon. And then a link will also be posted at our website, at the, um, those 80s kids dot com boy i got all that out right yeah. be kind and rewind exactly <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining us on today's show stay um tuned or you know come back we've got a new episode coming up for you again sometime soon very soon so yeah come on back my name is andy i'm greg i'm brian and i'm mike catch you next time thanks guys bye dudes Those 80s kids are Andy Lane, Brian Lundberg, Craig Dillon, and Mike Mickelson. Open and closing music by Atokada. All third-party audio clips used therein are the sole creative property with rights reserved to the respective owners. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com. 2020, all rights reserved.